Hey, it's Matt Bovee from It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. This NFL offseason, we can fit 25 hours in a day, and that's because of podcasts that make you more productive. When you're folding laundry, paying bills, making omelets, or any other tasks that you've got to get done, listen while you work. Do your chores and be entertained all at the same time. It's all about the bills, the news, insight, analysis, and of course, some jokes too, on demand, so it fits into your busy schedule. Follow the It's Always Game Day in Buffalo podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Hey, Bills Mafia, we know there's only one topic every day, all Bills, all the time. And now Matt Bovee and Sal Capaccio are going really deep, talking Bills all year long, because it's always game day in Buffalo. Sal Capaccio, it's always game day in Buffalo. I hope you're subscribed to both the audio and the video, by the way. Uh, Audio, iTunes, Spotify, Odyssey app, really appreciate it. Video at Sal Sports on YouTube, at Sal Sports. If you haven't checked out my YouTube channel, I told you new things were coming. Got a great new project that I've been working on that's over there. Go check it out. It's called Sal's House. I think you'll like it. Lots of different kinds of interviews with different kinds of people, but I'll let you check that out instead of spending all your time about this today. But I appreciate everybody who has come aboard, checked it out, and you know, given the feedback. And the subscribers are spiking up, and I appreciate that as well. So subscribe to the Sal Sports YouTube channel. You'll get stuff like this, you'll get stuff like that, and a whole bunch more. Bills, Jaguars, Sunday in London. As I said, the last time the Bills played in London was 2015. They did play in London before that. The first time was 1991, but it was a preseason game when they played the Philadelphia Eagles. That was at Wembley Stadium. Uh, This one, of course, at Tottenham Hotspur. I don't even think this stadium was built uh, back in 1991. Uh, Last time they, no, I'm pretty positive it wasn't. The last time they played an actual regular season game was that 2015 game. Remember that one? EJ Manuel? Uh, late game phantom call and Nikel Roby Coleman. Um, wasn't, didn't, did Mike Williams have a touchdown in that one? And did, uh, man, the special teams guy that I can't remember now, uh, did so well from UConn. Anyway, he had a game. I should pull this game up. Okay. Give me a second while I pull this game. Up. I'm going to try and talk while I actually pull up the box score of this game because it was a game that went back and forth. Remember EJ Manuel threw the pick six. He threw another pick. He had a fumble. He was just a turnover machine. And it was, out of hand, like initially, like, oh my God, they're getting blown out. And then the Bills came back. They really come back in the game. And oh yeah, um, pick six by uh, Corey. Um, he played for the Bills here in, he, I mean, sorry, he used to play with the from Buffalo as well. All these things are running through my head now. All right, let me get to it. Here's the box score. All right, before I screw up these names again. From Buffalo, Corey Graham. From UConn, Marcus Easley. There you go. Bills are down in this game, 27 to 3. 27 to 3. Robert Woods catches the touchdown pass, 27 10. Dan Carpenter kicks a field goal. It's now a 14 point game at halftime, 27 13. Bills come out, kick another field goal, 27 16. Marcus Easley, 27 24 and 56 pass. Corey Graham, pick six. Bills take the lead. Then Jaguars come back with the Phantom Pass interference call. And Blake Bortles throw a touchdown pass to Allen Hearns to win the game, 31 yards. Remember that game? I remember that game. What I also remember about that game is that Chris Gregg caught the ball while 
standing on the sidelines, right? He didn't know where he was. He's tight end for the Bills. I remember that as well happening in this game. So the Bills have history there. And of course, the recent history is not good being in London. This is going to be a Jaguars team, too, that the Bills have faced a few times and not performed very well. Now, the last time they played, we all know what happened. They went to Jacksonville. And the Bills got upset down there in Jacksonville. That was a low-scoring game. Urban Meyer coach team, just a, a total sink fest of a game. I would argue maybe the worst game of the Sean McDermott era in Buffalo, right? I mean, I guess it would be that. There, there's a few of them. The Jaguars game, Colts the year before, oh, the first year against the Saints, and then, of course, the Peterman game. Sorry. So I'm not going to go that far to say. But at least those teams were like competitive teams they lost to. This Jags team the Bills lost to a few years ago down in Jacksonville, that was not a good team at all. The Bills just could not get anything going um, in, in this. The Jags and Bills have played eight times, including six. It says, wait a minute. The Jaguars and the Bills eight uh, have played the most international. Oh, there we go. The Jags have played 10. The Bills have played eight international games, including six in Canada. No, they haven't played each other that much. It's just how many times each one has. And it's the seventh game played at Tottenham Hotspur. It did open in, um, it did, it, it didn't open for a while. So, you know, obviously there hasn't been many games played there. I was looking at the recent history. They've only had a few years of games from the NFL being played there. So for the NFL purposes, they haven't played a lot of games there. And obviously, it is the inspiration for the new high mark in 2026. The Bills and the Jets have, as I said, a recent history. And also, Josh Allen's rookie year. Remember that one? To throw to Robert Foster. He's getting drilled at the time when he throws it. Throws it deep. Robert Foster catches it. It was a great throw by Josh. That's when you said, oh, my God, this kid might be good. Look at that wild play. And, then of course, a lot more wild plays for Josh Allen along the way. I think LaShawn McCoy had a big run in that game as well for a touchdown. And then the Bills also had um, – Another game, obviously, in Jacksonville in the playoffs, that was a low-scoring game where they couldn't get anything going offensively. They wound up losing. That was the year the drought broke, 2017. And we all know that, you know, Tyrod Taylor, that team that was pretty limited on offense, did a great job. Sean McDermott bottles up that offense on the other side of the ball. But the Bills wind up losing. Fourth down catch in that one in the end zone, I remember, by a tight end. And thought it was a catch. It was kind of a bobble, but they still gave it to him even after the replay. But I don't know. Maybe I'm a little bit biased. Uh, in this game, though, the Bills are coming off a really terrific performance, right? We know that um, they want winning last week's Miami Dolphins, 48-20. to 20. Great game. We talked about it here on It's Always Game Day in Buffalo on the podcast. And really, the Bills have just been on a heater on offense. The Bills now are second in the NFL scoring points. Thank you to a 48 last week, 37 the week before, and 38-point performance the week before that against the Las Vegas Raiders. So last three weeks, 48, 37, 38 for the Buffalo Bills. They did have only 16 points against the New York Jets, but they're still second in the league in scoring. You take a look at this Jaguars team. It's kind of been a bit of a... Um... Hey, everyone. This is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Struggle on offense, if you want to call it that. They made a lot of mistakes. They're still a good offensive team. They did score 31 points in their opener against Indy, but since then, nine points against Kansas City, 17 against the Houston Texans, and then 23 last week in Falcons. But if you talk to people in Jacksonville, they'll tell you they're just making mistakes, shooting themselves in the foot. Like they're they're moving the ball, they're playing pretty efficient at times, and then bam, something bad happens. Well, let's hope they don't correct those mistakes against the Buffalo Bills in this one because you know this is a game I think the Bills should be able to win, of course. 
But, you know, the Bills are less than a touchdown favorite. They're still favorite in the game. I think it's five and a half. And this is a Jacksonville team with a lot of talent on it. Um, Jacksonville comes into this game with, um, you know, the ability to hitch them a number of ways. Travis Etienne, even though the season hasn't gone necessarily the way they want it for him at this point, we all know he could be a home run hitter at times. Uh, he's terrific out of the backfield as a pass catcher. Um, Trevor Lawrence, you know, quarterback who was coming out of college a couple of years ago with all these accolades as one of the best generational talents to come out of college. That hasn't necessarily come to fruition, but Trevor Lawrence is not having a bad year either. Like he's been pretty good. He's been fine. Again, hasn't taken that step up into the upper echelon of, you know, Allen, Mahomes, Burrow, however you want to say it that way. And then the receiving core, they have a lot of names that you have to defend. Um, Zay Jones didn't play last week. Looks like he will be in this game. We'll see. Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram, tight end, and of course, Calvin Ridley, who uh, is super dynamic. I think Ridley is also one of the issues that's been going on is you know, he's a guy that's had a couple of drops and a couple of drops last week. Um, there's just been some things going on there. And of course, he came back from his one-year suspension. So there's some guys on that side of the ball. When it comes to the defensive side for Jacksonville, um, I think we all remember, we all know Josh Allen, the other Josh Allen, what he did against the Bills uh, the last time the two teams played. He was a monster. He picked off the Buffalo Bills quarterback, Josh Allen. Um, that was a big play in that game. And he's having another great year. In fact, he's sixth in the NFL. In, I'm sorry, he has six sacks in the NFL. I think that's right up there amongst the league leaders in the NFL with six sacks already. Um, I, I'd love to say his name correctly. I want to make sure. Um, Foy, Foyasade Olukan is their uh, big tackling machine. 46 tackles already on the year. 30 solo tackles, three beats for loss. Andre Cisco, Syracuse University, go orange. Uh, Andre Cisco doing a great job for them. Tyson Campbell, Rayshon Jenkins, Devin Lloyd is on that team. Trayvon Walker, uh, top draft pick for them. Um, they just have guys. And, you know, th- it hasn't gone necessarily great for them, but it hasn't been bad either for the Jacksonville team. This is a Jacksonville team that's good. Hasn't played, I think, up to its potential. I think they have a lot of things they can do both offensively and defensively. They can cause problems. But this is about the Buffalo Bills just sticking to what they have been lately. If they can do that with Josh Allen, they can beat anybody, and they should be tough to beat for anybody. Josh Allen getting the AFC winning, the AFC Offensive Player of the Week award again this week for his performance against Miami Dolphins, partly because of what he's doing, being efficient, making sure that he takes care of the football, taking what the defense gives him, and then getting those you know big time shots down the field when they come, like he did to Gabe Davis, and then of course Stephon Diggs helping out with his long run. But if Josh plays like that, I don't know who can beat this team at any point. But he's got to keep playing like that. He didn't the last time they played the Jaguars, but a lot of protection issues against the Jaguars last time they played. Um, this time you know the Bills come into this game with a offensive line that's playing a lot better than you know we've seen recently in recent history. I think it's you know playing at really a top level of the league right now over the last few weeks at least. It's going to be on Spencer Brown, though, and Deion Dawkins. Contain that front. Contain Josh Allen. We'll see if they can do that. And, of course, on the other side of the ball, the defensive line for the Bills. This game is going to be a lot about the offensive line and the defensive line for both teams. For Jacksonville, Cam Robinson is scheduled to come back. Uh, he had a four-game suspension for PEDs. He's practicing. We'll see if that happens. For the Bills, it's Von Miller. Von Miller coming back. We don't know if he's going to play yet. As I sit here and talk to you on a Friday afternoon, Von Miller has yet to be declared in or out for the game. I would not be. Um, completely surprised or not, if he does not play, uh, we'll see where that goes. So, I mean, if he does play or does not play, if he plays, if he doesn't play, I'm not really sure. Uh, but we'll we'll check on that and we'll see. By Sunday, we'll know, and probably by Saturday night, because honestly, the Bills still have to put Tre'Davious White in IR. They haven't done that yet. It's a big blow. Uh, they have until Saturday at 4 p.m. So, 
The Von Miller storyline is another big storyline in this game. All right, Bills Jaguars Sunday. We'll talk a little bit more and then let's um about this one and let's get into what's happening around the NFL here in week number five.